Well, all right. I'm excited about this little short lesson that I have this morning. Thank you all for listening. And I'm going to be in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 22. And I'm going to do something that normally I wouldn't do, but I feel that it is fitting for this lesson that I have. I'm actually going to read most of the chapter. Um, so I'm going to start just in verse one and we're going to, we're going to go from there. Uh, second Samuel chapter 22. And it says, then David spoke to the Lord, the words of this song on the day when the Lord had delivered him from the hand of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. Starting in verse two, the song goes, and he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The God of my strength in whom I trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. When the waves of death surrounded me, the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me the snares of death confronted me in my distress i called upon the lord and cried out to my god he heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered his ears entered his ears then the earth shook and trembled the foundations of heaven quaked and were shaken because he was angry smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth coals were kindled by it He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. He rode upon the cherub and flew and was seen upon wings of the wind. He made darkness canopies around him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. The Lord thundered from heaven and the Most High uttered his voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning bolts, and he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from above, he took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, and from those that were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has recompensed me, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and as for statutes, I did not depart from them. I was also blameless before him, and I've kept myself from iniquity. Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his eyes. I'm going to go ahead and stop there. This is a chapter of worship and a good representation of God that we can see in Scripture. And so kind of a few questions that I want to break down for chapter 22 here and i read by the way to 
verse 25. So if you all want to go back and read in your own translation, try a few different ones to get a better understanding, definitely feel free to do so. But a few questions that I kind of broke down for this chapter is what do I learn about mankind, me, and or my sin? What do I learn about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit? What verse kind of stood out to me personally? And how can I apply it to my life? And I think this is a really good breakdown of how you should do your daily quiet time scripture reading. Just answer those four questions and it will open up a more broad understanding of what you're reading. So um, this is going to be very personal to my reading, but it'll at least give you some guidance of what I kind of took from 2 Samuel chapter 22. So the first question that we should answer is, what do I learn about mankind, me, my sin? And this is just kind of what I took away from the chapter. And I think that we all need to praise God more than we do. And when we do praise him, we all need to be more vulnerable in our praise as David was. I mean, David went into deep detail of uh, of his, his struggles, his his upbringing and it even says um, they confronted me in verse 19 they confronted me in the day of my calamity but the Lord was my support so even in his downfall he's saying that God was still there supporting me and so we need to be more vulnerable in our praise and we also need to be aware that God is our strong tower and our comfort. So many times I feel like we go throughout our day, whether we're still in school, whether we are in a not so great job, bad relationships whatsoever, that we forget that God is still there guiding us and leading us to to where we should go and that he is our comfort. I, I really like that word, comfort, support, those two words, I think sometimes get swept under the rug when we're talking about God and so much that we think he's all powerful. He's, he's great. He's mighty, which he is. He's deserving of honor, but he's also there to be our support, to be our protection. And that is really comforting to, to think that He's not just some big thing in the sky that is requiring all of this worship, even though he deserves all of our worship. But he's the he's the kind of God that is going to protect his followers. He's going to give us comfort. He's going to give us deliverance and each and everything that David mentions in his praise to the Lord. Honestly, I think we need to remind ourselves every day of it. So as you go through this chapter, 2 Samuel chapter 22, everything that David mentions of the Lord, the Lord, like just look at verse two, the Lord is my rock, 
my fortress, my deliverer, my strength, my shield, my salvation, on and on and on. I think we need to remind ourselves of that every day. In our quiet time, when we're praying, we need to refer to this chapter and say thanks for God being those things. I know in my personal life, I can't remember the last time that I gave God praise for each individual thing that he is in my life. So if you're looking for ways to to enhance your, your prayer life, Use this chapter to kind of be a guide to you of what God is for us. And so kind of moving on to the next question. That was, like I said, that was, that was my personal answer. But as you read the chapter, you might have a different answer. But second question is, what do I learn about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit? And a couple things that I kind of picked out for this was that I mean, it's pretty easy to see what we learn about God because of, of each of the components that, that David lays out before us. But first is God is our rock, fortress, deliverer, strength, refuge, and our support. Secondly, God is also a vengeful God. He will destroy anything and anybody who drags down his people and his name. I mean, we can see as I was reading, it kind of took a turn uh, kind of got a little dark. Um, like if we start in verse seven, it says in my distress, talking about David, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice and his temple, my cry entered his ears. And then from verse eight, all the way down to, I would say 19 and 20, we have a full picture of what God did in David's darkness, how he was a very vengeful God. The heavens thundered. He sent like this, this verse is, is, is a really good representation of, of what God can do. Verse 15, it says he sent out arrows and scattered them lightning bolts and he vanquished them. I mean, my goodness, that is a pretty awesome picture of what God will do to our enemies that comes against us and his gospel. And it's comforting to think that too, that, that no matter what we're facing, we know that we have a God on our side that will give us the victory. And so kind of just finishing out this thought, um, there, I mean, God is so many times looked at just in a positive aspect, but there are, um, there are not necessarily negative aspects. It's not a, that's not a good word for it, but uh, uh, he does have attributes that will chastise us too. So even if we are doing the wrong and we are causing pain, don't think that God won't fix our hearts by putting something in our lives to get us back on the on the right path. Um, so now the, this third, this third point was, and I just want to make a point. I do apologize. My allergies are killing me today. <laughs> so I do sound a little sick, but I'm making do with it. The third part of this, um, was to kind of pick out some scripture that 
stuck out to you, write it down, paraphrase it, and apply it. Those three steps. And the verse that stuck out to me, and once again, as you're doing this, all of these questions more than likely are going to be different for you. But I just think for this podcast, hearing what I took from this might might help you if you don't get a chance to to read this. Um, So how do I apply this? to my life? What verse do, do I take from this? The verse that I took was, um, chapter 22, verse 21. And it says, the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands. He has recompensed me. And big thing, uh, to do with this is to kind of paraphrase it, put in your own words, like, If you were going to tell somebody what you were learning in this chapter, you wouldn't just repeat the verse. You would actually put into context and actually explain it to them. So the paraphrase that I kind of took from verse 21 was the Lord rewards those who keep his commandments and walk according to his word and according to his will. Um, And this kind of ties into New Testament stuff. Uh, Second Samuel, if you don't know, is in the Old Testament before Christ. New Testament is after Jesus came and his walk and after his death and how his disciples spread the gospel to all nations of the earth. So Hebrews comes later in the New Testament and it says, um, chapter 11, verse 6 that God rewards those who diligently seek him. And so we kind of see a parallel between thousands of years before Jesus came with David saying in verse 21, that the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands, all the way to New Testament stuff after Jesus died to Hebrew saying that God rewards those who diligently seek him. That is awesome to see a great connection between Old Testament and New Testament stuff regarding, regarding God and regarding uh, our walk with him. And so the big question is if, we, if we're going to read the Bible and we can't apply it to our lives, then we're doing something wrong. So that is a very key question is how do I apply this to my life? How, how can I take this with me oh, out of the bedroom, out of the office, wherever you're doing your, your quiet time? How can I take this onto my campus, into my workplace, uh, spread it throughout my family, friends, and so on and so forth? And once again, your answers are going to be different, but the way that I am applying this to my life is spending some time each day actually worshiping God. So not so much in just, okay, my quiet time consists of reading a chapter, answering these questions, praying and leaving, but actually worshiping God for who he is, for being those things that this chapter lays out, being our rock, our fortress, our deliverer, giving us the victory over our enemies, actually verbally praising God for being each of those things and also to diligently seek after his face and his calling for my life. I'm a senior in school. And so post-graduation 
thoughts have been running rapid in my mind. And this chapter is a really good wake up point for me that I really need to be diligently seeking his will for my life after graduation. And I have to focus like imagine the word have all caps underlined bolded. I have to focus on keeping my hands clean and live righteously through Christ. That is a very key phrase in verse 21 because it says, David says, the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands. That could probably get looked over very easily, but we have to focus on keeping our hands clean. We have to focus on keeping ourselves set apart from the world, away from sin, If we are really going to make a difference, if we are really going to be a true witness, we cannot be caught up in the dirty things that the people that we are trying to witness to are caught up in. Because as soon as other people see that we are no different from them, our witness is heavily dampened. And so we have to focus on keeping our hands clean and we have to live righteously through Christ. So each and everything that we do, We have to do through Christ. That is our key component to our Christian walk is keeping Christ first in everything that we do. And then finally, the uh, the last step after you've went through these questions. And as you can see, just reading through 2 Samuel 22. Yeah, there's some good verses in there, but I don't think you would get a better understanding than what we've done in this short little podcast. I feel that doing these four questions really open the doors for deep, deep discussion regarding the chapter and what it's saying. Um, and so finally, uh, pray a prayer regarding this application and ask God to help you apply it to your life. And once you do that, um, Make sure, like I said, I think that we really need to worship God more. I think that's kind of um, been phased out of a lot of people's quiet time. um, That it's just more of a time of reflection, more than a time of offering and worship. So definitely take that with you to try and incorporate more worship into your private time with the Lord. Um, so like, like I always do, I definitely want to pray uh, a blessing over you all who's listening to this. Thank you for your time. Uh, I hope that you did get something out of this. And I've just been going through First and Second Samuel and just hearing about the life of David, one of um, the most influential people in the Bible, was and is really rewarding. And I would, I would recommend that if you're looking for some scripture to read on top of your normal stuff, or even looking for stuff to supplement, uh, what, what you're reading, definitely go through first and second Samuel, read about the life of David, read about his growth, and you will see Christ in a lot of the things that, that David overcomes, how he overcomes them, his worship, and, 
um, I hope that uh, you do receive something from that. So let me pray a uh, prayer blessing over you, and uh, and then we'll uh, go ahead and, and call it a day until next time. So, Father God, I pray that we can keep pure hearts. Um, I do pray that you can just help us uh, just put our entire lives under subjection to you. Uh, that in the name of Jesus, our hearts will be controlled by your power, that nothing will be done without your son being involved in everything that we do. For you are worthy, God, and we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And I pray over everybody listening that you will give us diligence to seek you in everything that we do no matter how hard it might seem to be. God, I don't know about anybody else, but I never want to do anything by myself. I always want to have you by my side to lead me and to guide me. And so, Father, I just pray a prayer of blessing over anybody listening to this podcast right now, that if they are needing something more from you, Father, that you will give that to them. Father, if they don't have a relationship with you, I pray, God, that you will show them the magnitude of your power and of your greatness. I thank you for all that you do for us in our lives. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you guys have received something from this. You all are great. And I hope you have a great rest of the week and labor day is actually coming up in a couple days so i hope you all have a wonderful holiday and i will catch you guys on the next podcast god bless you